The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. This is Reaper from Reaper Metal Productions, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a productive, God, I hope so, episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 601. Woohoo! We're on the other side. And I'm Snow White. I'm Sky. And this is Aaron. And ladies and gentlemen, if this episode is productive and then we do it again, it's going to be reproductive. So keep that in mind as you're listening. Listen safely, everybody. And this reproductive episode is brought to you by True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Summon yourself a cup of the blackest coffee today, right? T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go there, subscribe. Not only do you not have to go out of the house because it's going to be shipped to you, not only will you not run out of True Cult Coffee, and you will have the hot, black nectar of life you also get not one thank you i I was proud of that one um you'll have not just one but two great bands every month and until further notice because true call coffee is a small business run by metalheads for metalheads 20 percent off until further notice so please go out support true cult coffee 
Give them the love they deserve. Get yourself the best coffee that's out there. And listen to this. Be safe. Be reproductive. But don't make too many coronials. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? What's happening here? Oh, uh, so far so good. I really can't complain. First of all, I want to say hello, Sky. Hi. Hello. Oh, it's, it's you. That is such a sound for sore ears. I know with everything that's kind of been going on, you know, with the world is in chaos and all that, and with, with what you do, I understand, you haven't been able to join us the past little while so it's i'm so excited i'm so glad to at least hear your voice because you know as i've said before on the show you're just down the road from my place but with all this social distancing and self-quarantining and all that i just i i can't even make it down to your place no (laughs) how's before we get on with with everything though i am curious just as to how how things are going, like with with what you do at at Bulldog because at Bulldog Pizza because I know, you know, we've spoken about it many many times on the show. So I'm sure our listeners will be kind of curious as to, you know, is everyone in one? Is everyone still in one piece? Is everyone? Is how is how 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 are you operating right now without a live venue and? um well i mean it's it's hard and it's it sucks so bad because we had so many shows that we had signed contracts for where there's hotel rooms there's flights involved there's a lot more than just paying a simple guaranteed rate it's the guaranteed rate plus 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 um so we've been fortunate that a lot of those bands are giving us new dates and are rescheduling instead of canceling altogether. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, that's huge for us. Um, like Chris Holmes, for example, he, we just announced that he'll be playing here September 1st. Rock on. Um, right today. on. And he is like, he has been incredible to work with, I must say. Cause like he is super understanding and supportive and he's, I, I think I said before a couple episodes back where he was he bought like merch from our Winnipeg bands that were opening for him oh, on wow. that bill. Yeah, like dark like he was, you know, in Europe and he was wearing dark morning t shirts and stuff <laughs> like in the bar. Wow, uh, is, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so it's really neat and it's nice and I'm I'm excited that I'll still get to meet him and his wife and uh his manager who I've been working with, but I mean, yeah, it's it sucks. There's no shows. Like, we have our two venues. So we have our smaller side and our large side. Mm-hmm. And the large side is completely empty. Like, there's nothing. Um, because it is strictly an event center, we have nothing. Like, there's no... Nobody's been in there other than me wandering around and scratching my butt. Um, Good to know. Well, that's important. Yeah. You know, yeah we need, thanks for sharing you know, that. Yeah. Important. We yeah, don't. We don't. Now. We've got cameras now. So my dad, itchy. That's important. <laughs> like my dad. Like now that we have cameras, like everywhere, my dad can literally sit at home and watch me scratch my arse at work. It's great. But I mean, it's been it's been tricky, and I mean, I feel bad for a lot of the bands that plan their tours because a lot goes into it. With, like, I've started booking tours for a few bands to go across Canada, and the amount of different promoters and venues that you have to coordinate with, and 
just the amount, like the money that you save up and the merch and the, and making sure you have enough when you go on tour and then these bands are having to cancel their tours. Mm -hmm. I more so feel bad for the bands right now because I mean, man, that sucks. (laughs) Like it sucks for me. I mean, there was the hollowed catharsis. I have been messaging them for almost like three to four years because they are a Mm. band that I was like, I, I love that band. I have for a really long time. Three years, I've been bugging them, like, come down. And they finally planned a tour. But, I mean, they had to cancel it. So, And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know when we get back. Wow. So, it's, it's tricky. It sucks. It's, it's upsetting. But, I mean, you know, it's not just us, but there's other venues in the city, too, that I feel like are going to be struggling a little bit once this is all yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. See how this affects us? on radioactive metal this just means that we're not getting our in-person interviews right now and that's something that i really enjoy doing it's just that's that's really small as compared to how like some people and not just in the entertainment scene but just just people in general people in the scene you know friends of ours that we know and love are are hurting you know in terms of their employment and all that so yeah yeah, yeah it's really tough it sucks for me too because i mean that was my main source of income like i i work <laughs> at the restaurant but i only work two shifts a week in the restaurant everything else i always worked the events that i booked and right. wrote it and so that was that was my that's how i made my money so, I mean, on, in that sense, too, it sucks. Um, a quick shameless plug right now, Travis Nolet. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people from the scene here are familiar with him. And um, the show, yeah. A, yeah, and he's, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's been on the show and, and whatnot. He, um, <clears throat> a lot of, he's in a lot of bands, but Mung and Death Tax, most of the band members, they're all in the same house and kind of, mm-hmm lockdown together so on friday they're going to be doing a, a friday evening like a live show a live stream yeah yeah and it's and it's going to be free to watch but he has a gofundme set up where he'll be donating proceeds to to bulldog to help um help with keeping keeping on going with more shows mm-hmm yeah, so he's a sweetheart. He helps out as much as he can all the time. I appreciate him more than words can even describe. Yeah, but, us too. Us too, for sure. He's been he's been responsible for a number for a number of uh, kick ass live interviews, in person interviews for this show as well. Yeah, he's kind of my go to. My go to if I have a if I can't figure something out. Or if I'm away and can't have somebody stay with me, it's usually him I kind of turn to. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if people are bored and they don't have anything to do Friday night, have a couple of drinks and watch uh, watch some local bands. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing. That'll be when you say Friday. That as we're speaking, that's this Friday. And it'll be just uh, just a couple hours after this episode um, hits the airwaves, shall we say. So everyone that's listening to this, when it's first downloaded on Friday, you now know. You now know to hit, hit the interwebs. You know, we'll 
we'll put up the the notice on our Facebook or you know somewhere and be sure to check it out because I know that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be in my PJs with my big bottle of Jack, which I've got going right now here, as opposed to true Cavalt coffee. Sorry, guys, but this this <laughs> day and age, I'm drinking coffee in the morning and I'm and I'm sucking back the Jack at night, and that's kind of what. You know, that's kind of what it is now. It's not that we're all a bunch of raging alcoholics. It's like that's all. That's, that's, yeah, that's our only entertainment outside of whatever we have within our household. The key <laughs> word is yet. We're not raging alcoholics <laughs> yet. Uh, no. That's what uh, happens when you freaking have to go into quarantine in the prairies. Uh huh. Listen, you can tell me that you're the prairies. You get more shows than I get here. If it wasn't for this (laughs) quarantine, I wouldn't have been seeing as many live shows as I've seen. Really? Well, yeah, because everybody's streaming everything. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, I have more access to live music now than before the quarantine. That should tell you what the fuck goes on around here. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. With that in mind... It's Sorry? not our fault. It's not our fault. You live in hell, Aaron. Hey, yeah. Somebody, somebody's gonna gotta move. Gotta move out of the sticks, dude. Dude. So this this Friday, dude. Okay, as soon as I get in and sit down, the first thing I'm gonna do is call you call and say, "Hey, jump." Right. <laughs> That's right. And you can uh, you can jump on this live stream with us, and we'll introduce you at least through the cyber world to everyone in the uh, local scene here. I'm sure uh, I'm sure that. everyone's looking forward to it. Yeah. I am looking forward to attending my first Winnipeg concert. And <laughs> I wonder, because like you guys are talking about all this great stuff that's postponed and coming to Bulldog, I wonder if I could even start the passport process currently. Or if they're going to be like, dude, for real. Hey, yeah, you know. Yeah, plan on going anywhere? I don't know. That sucks. I actually, I actually just started like taking driving lessons to go and do my road test, and now all the MPI lots here but turned into drive-in testing stations. Mm. So now I can't get my license. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, how it's hard a thing. has it hit Canada? Like, because I really haven't heard much outside of the United States. Like, I know, like we're. We're pretty up there as far as our cases, but I also feel like some of the other countries might be fudging numbers. What's that? It depends where in Canada. Like, I know Toronto right now, and I know Quebec, like, area is is bad. Um, But, like, we have 200 cases in Manitoba. Right. Like, we've been been slow, going slow. (laughs) But Manitoba's pretty large, right? So, like, 200 cases in Manitoba is not a lot. It's 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 not, but it's not like we have millions of people in this province, right? You know. Yeah, and and it's it is still increasing rapidly. Like I mean, we yeah. had what like eight cases for like a, a whole month. Yeah. Now we get like a spike of twenty to forty a day. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not good. But um, I'm sure it's a lot worse in a lot of other places. Yeah. You know, oh, it's but- just. It's just getting kind of scary out there because, you know, I I go to money job. I'm the only one on the bus coming home. I'm on. I'm the only one on the bus because 
you know, I'm still going to work. I'm considered, you know, what they're calling an essential service and all that, which I'm sorry, but um, what Sky does is more essential than what I do. <laughs> I still <laughs> I also still don't think that I'm as essential as it, sh- like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm essential enough to the point where I should, we should still be doing this, but, but that's, yeah. that, that's just me. Yeah, but I got to be a smart ass. Come on. I mean, I get it. You know, I, right. I wouldn't be I, me. I think the world could live without pizza. Just kidding. Oh, oh no, we hey, can't hey, live without hey, pizza. Hey, hey. hey. Let's, I keep wanting down for saying that. Uh. All right. What we can't live without, though, is some kick-ass tunes. And with everything that's going on with True Cobalt Coffee, I got some really cool news came across my desk that... Um, CDN Records has signed um, death death metal, black metalers, the veterans. Okay, and I'm going to have a hard time saying this because it's supposed to be like insanity, but the word Satan is in it. So I'm assuming it's like insatiety or whatever. And this band has been around for like 33 fucking decades now, and I'm never going to be able to get it <laughs> properly pronounced. But they've they've been signed on to CDN Records, so we're going to dedicate a track to the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee for all they're doing in helping us out through all of this madness. So to tide us over till we get to some new material from in Satanity, I guess. Let's go this song from their last record, Divine Decomposition. This is Begotten, Not Made.
We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Before we get on with this week's metal fix, I do want to say hello, horns up, and happy birthday to one Terrence Hobbs, he of suffocation fame. We've had him on the show many times. I've partied with this guy. He, like, so, you know, there's a lot of guys that just have a reputation for just being, like, really cool, down-to-earth people. Like, Terrence is definitely one of those guys. Every time we hang out, it's just it's just a total experience. And Mr. Hobb turns the big 5-0 today as we speak. So, so, yeah, yeah. So, happy birthday, my friend. And this... This one's for you. Who um, who wants to tell me what's going on in their metal world this week? How about if anything? Let's hear yeah. what's going on, Sky. It's been a while. Well, I mean, like like not really much. I mean, other than my normal my normal working. Actually, right. I've been working a lot more than normal. Mm. Um, but I was saying before, I've kind of just been really putting myself into booking tours um and i i it kind of makes me really happy to say that it's more so it's mostly punk like metal bands and not as many punk bands i i've i'm doing this thing where i'm building a portfolio i'm planning mm-hmm. five tours across canada for five bands completely free of charge because i need to build that portfolio right only one of them's a punk band. All the rest are metal bands, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> Four out of five metal I'm, bands prefer Sky to be their booking right. agent. <clears throat> Four out right. of five metal bands. That's great. Um, so yeah, I've just been like that's pretty much been it. Um, I was supposed to start like traveling a lot more, and then this happened, so that kind of put the kibosh on that. So now I've had to resorts in video calling everybody skype facebook live all those fun things mm-hmm. to keep in contact with different venues across canada um but yes yeah, so i've kind of just i've just been working on expanding um instead of just being known for doing stuff with bulldog i'm trying to work on my own thing a little bit rock on right all right on well that's that's great like it's a lot lot. let me tell you band managers are paid well for a reason because bands drive them fucking nuts yeah especially especially metal bands Mm -hmm. any band i mean i'd like a glorified mom at this point it's it's great but it's it's also something else when when you figure the majority of bands are dudes and your average band is four dudes so four to five dudes traveling the country together it's basically like four to five toddlers with driver's license like going around (laughs) and throwing tantrums and you know causing trouble yeah (laughs) you pretty much nailed it uh-huh. I was in a band. Uh-huh. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. this, this experience talking, I'm not excluding myself. <laughs> so, yeah. To add on to that is I'm, I'm also three out of the five. I'm going to be going with them. Um, mm-hmm. 
so so it'll be like four or five dudes in a van with me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's it'll be interesting. It'll be something new, that's for sure. Um, and then I've been planning a lot of summer stuff. Um, I don't think I would have told you guys, Snowy. You might have remembered last year I did a thing called Matlock Madness at my family's cabin where we had a few bands play during the day. Um, people paid like a fee. They came, they camped out and we did a whole bunch of like awesome stuff. It's kind of like a festival, but only with your friends and hmm. right. low budget and a lot of booze. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't, I, so I wasn't going to do that this year and it, it happened last year, like right around my birthday. So like around August first week of August wasn't going to do it this year. And then a couple of the punks in the local scene here kind of came and a couple of the girls were crying. We're like, that was like the best part of my summer. You got to do that again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I wasn't there. So, Hey, let's. Yeah. So I'm trying to coordinate with heavy metal villain who we interviewed for the show before Mm -hmm. um, for them to come camp out for that weekend and perform. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm working on that, which is a, a lot of planning as well. So just a lot of summer, a lot of summer planning and booking and gigs and things. <laughs> and hopefully it all happens sooner than later. Oh God, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about you, dude? Well, I'm checking out the coronavirus numbers right now because I wanted to see what Canada's at. But then I was curious who has the least amount. So apparently the safest place to be on the planet right now would be um, Timor-Leste or South Sudan. Um, Papua New Guinea is a, uh, is a close second because they only have like one in two cases in, in those places. Um, okay. So that'd be a great place to go visit, especially if you're a server. But so, how many how many cases do you think Canada has? Uh, sixteen hundred. Well, you're right with so, sixteen, oh. but sixteen thousand. Or six, yeah. Yeah, sixteen thousand five sixty three for Canada. Um, I'm just going to say, you know, the United States, we hate to lose. And that's why we're at 366,000 cases. Uh, yes. oh. <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably more yeah. cases in the city of New York. We are highly than- competitive and uh, we're not going to uh. lose this one. But I'm, I'm calling shenanigans here on China because they've stalled at 82,000 cases. I, uh, okay, I don't feel yeah. that I don't feel like all the numbers are being reported there because no. everybody else is still climbing. This is where it started in China, right? It, it started, yeah. And they, they, I mean, it's and it happened during what was the um, the Chinese New Year, and I can't remember what the one was this year because, like, I, I follow the Asian countries, like I love Asian cultures, Japan especially, um, mm-hmm. but like. China, I'm like, wait a second, Chinese government, what's going on here? Because I, I feel like 82,000 for as many people as they have concentrated in that small area. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not buying it. But hey, you know, I, I, I don't need to be a conspiracy theorist because we've got plenty of those running around. But here in the oh, U.S., geez, yeah. here in the U.S., 366,000 cases. Um, I am 
proud to say that our total recovered cases um, outweigh the deaths so far. So that's still good. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent, excellent. You know. Um, but, um, actually, question. Yeah. What's that? So, so the I've noticed online it says that there is so like you know the number of people that have got it and then the number of people that die and the number of people that have recovered but then right. there's still a big gap of numbers are those people just like do they just keep getting it and getting it well, i just don't those understand are, well, those are the active cases because it, it takes typically oh, two okay. weeks to be recovered mm-hmm. like once once they've got it like I, I know like i know chicago's got hit hard new york's being hit hard like i have um um, I have a friend whose oh, husband in Chicago is a nurse and they're offering crazy overtime for people to go to like makeshift medical centers and help out. And, you know, like seriously, you know, all, all kidding about this sort of stuff aside, like anybody who's in the, the healthcare services, nurses are doctors, like hats off to all of you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, the, the cast, the hosts here of Radioactive Metal, we're doing our best to stay safe, stay in, and keep ourselves out of your room to take the load off of you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's just super stuff. So next time we talk, Snowy, I should have a couple things for my metal fix. Oh, you know what? I do have something, but we'll come to that here in a second. Um, because I ordered a couple things, and then when those come in, we'll talk about them. One was totally on a whim because I've been watching it on eBay and then the seller sent me an offer. I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. But um, so I I talked about, I think I talked about the website, Monsters Are Good, right? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And they do, yeah, and I think I sent them to you too. So they do the, um, the monsters, the classic monsters, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, um, Frankenstein and the Wolfman, but posed as the Ramones and uh, on the Rocket to Russia album. So I bought mm-hmm. that T-shirt, and those finally arrived. I was actually posting those on my Instagram. So I got my Monsters T-shirts this week. I'm pretty excited with that. Um, and then along with the Monsters, because, you know, my L.A. trip didn't happen, and I started checking. I'm like, what kind of, like, horror conventions, monster conventions? I think I told you last week I found the uh, mm-hmm. Monster Palooza. But then... Um, I I really enjoyed Godzilla King of the Monsters and I hadn't seen the first one so I finally bought like both those movies plus Kong and I'm watching them and so dude there's a Godzilla convention in Chicago that as of right now is still on because it's in July and so as long as things keep going the way they're going and we get this under control hopefully it'll still happen here in July. But mm-hmm. man, have you seen the the 2014 Godzilla for the US release? Yep. Dude, it was really good. Oh yeah. Like I really liked for it. Sure. For like sure. like I yeah. I didn't yeah. want to see it at the time because of the 1998 Godzilla. Like that one oh, hurt no. me. This this is real Godzilla, yeah. Like that one just <laughs> scarred me. And so, like, when you hear, oh, you know, American American movie companies are gonna put out another Godzilla, right? Right. Sorry, you burned me in 1998. I couldn't forget that. Because that just sucked, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it didn't suck. It was a good giant monster movie. It just, it wasn't. It wasn't the big G, you know? Exactly. Like, if I wanted a movie about a radioactive um, iguana, sure, it's great. 
But Godzilla mm-hmm. doesn't have chicken legs, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all, no. Godzilla's beefy. And I'm That's just right. I am loving these movies. I just started watching Kong before this started, man. So yeah, which, yeah, which has so, a kick-ass soundtrack. Too. Uh, yes, it does. Holy crap, is that good? Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Like, I feel like there's there's a nice little rebirth going. Um, I'm curious to see if the Kong versus Godzilla is going to happen this year, or if they're going to push it to 2021. Oh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. But I'm telling you, if if this if if this Godzilla festival g fest or g fan fest whatever they call it um happens in chicago in july i may try to go you know because i i think it would be a good time and i just i just want to immerse myself in monster culture you know i totally get that but yeah yeah that's the thing man other than i've been listening to um you remember in halloween i went to see a band called the crypt keeper five like a psychobilly kind of band so I mm-hmm. popped them in my Pandora when I got back, and uh, and then I forgot about it. So then I pulled that station back up. Dude, it's been playing some fantastic dancing that I forgot about. Ah. And so I've been just really enjoying like dancing, the Ramones, you know, Crypt Keeper Five. Um, oh, what was the band today? Is it throw throwaway throw throw throwaway? I, I just the, on al- me. the album cover is like a church underwater. It's like a flooded church, and I can't remember it. Throw, man, darn it! But it, it's been some really good music no. today. So yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. How about you? Right on, right on. Myself, uh, not much in the way of anything outside of just um, what you know. I'm kind of finding on my own computer or anything like that because like like we all know nothing nothing else is going on but some really cool um records across my desk is the latest kirith ungall and of course we had them on last year pushing their live album their latest release uh forever black new material from kirith ungall i'm so excited will be available from Metal Blade April 24th. The countdown for that is on. I was cranking that. As well, Horror Pain Gore Death available now. As you may recall, the late 80s, early 90s, and the whole thrash boom, There was, there was there, there's one of those bands that if you were into the Death Angels, the Forbidden bands like that, you might have stumbled upon a band called Viogression. Now, they never, Bob Gresham out of Milwaukee, they never achieved that type of status like a Death Angel or any, or any band like that. But, you know, they were, they, um, they were building up their following. You know, they seem to be doing quite well, you know, with a number of independent releases and a number of demos and all that. It looked like there's going to be some big things with them. And then it just all just sort of stopped. Well... Horror Pain Gore Death kind of had the foresight to gather up all these old demo tapes and throw them onto one 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 complete collection, which is available now. What that they are calling Perception Blur, which was the title of one of those aforementioned demos. So if you're you know, if you're into that late 80s underground thrash, you know, and you were knee deep in the whole demo scene and all that. 
I think this release is definitely one that you're going to want to check out. Another band I got introduced to this week. Um, it's a band called Errant. E-R-R-A-N-T. And it's the side project of Ray Amate's She she of Immortal Bird fame. Okay, and they ran this across my desk, and I'm like, okay, errant and errant. I've never heard of this. What's what's going on here? And when I saw like the background of this band, it's like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna check this out. Slapped it on some really cool stuff. And all that. So that definitely comes well recommended. That is available now. Basically, uh, if you're into Immortal Bird, you're going to want to check this out. And she's not afraid to get a little experimental with some cool ideas beyond, beyond you know what you would expect from that band. Of course, all this talk about live streaming and you know shows being available and all that. Just uh, just a couple days ago on Friday, as we speak, tonight's creature feature, Reaper from Reaper Metal Productions, he had this really cool uh, Facebook uh, or YouTube live stream speaking to Deb Levine from Lady Beast, who their latest record dropped on Friday as well. And I managed to catch, like... The first, the first little bit of the live live stream, I was, I was at Money Job and all that, so I caught as much of that as I could. Fortunately, uh, I was only able to catch just a little bit, but it is up, it is up on YouTube now. What what I caught was absolutely fantastic, and as soon as I get an opportunity, I'm going to sit down with a big bowl of popcorn and a couple more drinks. And check that out. Reaper Metal Productions on YouTube. And finally, just earlier today, just kicking back as I'm getting ready to go to Money Job. I was listening to some cool tunes. Last year's um, Creeping Death, they put out their E1 Entertainment debut, Wretched Illusion. It's a really cool band, really cool record. And I was giving that a spin. And something a little more, a little more on the newish side. Um, Hell's Headbangers just recently put out the new record from Perdition Temple: Sacraments of Dissension. I was giving that a spin this morning because my neighbors just love the Monday morning tunage coming out of snowy, <laughs> snowy manner. <laughs> they, 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 they've never complained. You know, before, so they're certainly not going to complain about this. Some tunes I want to drop, I have to admit, I'm, I was kind of like, ah, oh, do I want to play them because I really want to get them on the show and all that, but just in case, just in case, I can't, I don't, you know, uh, I really want to get this out there. So, how about the first single for whatever that is this day and age? From that new Kirith Ungall record, Forever Black, this is Legions Arise.
again for what I did and know Back to surround me to such a rest Moving free! Side by the front end, from Mabel to the Laureate In regular silence as I yield, I can talk That is the title track from that aforementioned Violgression compilation Perception Blur available now from Horror Pain Gore Death. Fantastic label. These these are the people, you know, now more than ever, okay, with everything that's going on, like uh, now's the time to get out there and support the little guy, whether it's an unsigned band, an independent label your favorite podcast which just listening to this show like is all the support that we need and ask of you and you know go out make sure that you order a pizza from from bulldog pizza grab some true cavalt coffee have have you know a grand old time supporting the little guy one well, of bulldog those little guys to the states 
but very big in spirit. Uh, there we are. One of those guys, but very big in spirit, is Reaper Metal Productions. No stranger to this show is the main man behind all that. One individual simply known as Reaper. We've had him on the show before, pushing his band um, Crucified Mortals. We've had him on talking about Reaper Metal Productions and with all that's been going on, you know, within the label, within within the podcast, with within their live streams and all that, and with everything that's going on in the world, we are now turning to online entertainment so now more than ever this was a good chance to sit down with mr reaper over the horn and get the 411 on everything that's going on there and besides and he's just he's just a friend of the show he's you know he's been for for many years now we've been keeping in touch and all of that great stuff so like i said with the drop earlier of the new Lady Beast record and all of these other cool records that we've been playing recently, like 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 the awesome Dick Vomit, and last week we played that that Nun Slaughter Destructor seven inch split and all that that they re released off of Hell's Headbangers and all that. There's just so much going on there, and they're really stepping up for everyone, you know, in these trying times. So without further ado, I want to say uh, hello once again to our good friend Reaper at Reaper Metal Productions. First and foremost, once again, dude, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure when someone from the extent from the Radioactive Metal Extended family comes on and hangs out with us. But first of all, maybe give all of our listeners, any new listeners, maybe the but who you are, what you do, what it is, you know, that you're promoting and just whatever it is that you feel we need to know. Oh, well, if you're familiar with the YouTube stuff, then maybe my name, Reaper and Reaper Metal Productions, might be something that sounds familiar. Since we're obviously covering the interwebs pretty well with regular content like Hellcast Metal Podcast and Heavy Metal Relics, but then a lot of other stuff uh, has been kind of trying it out, and that's basically what we do do. We put out releases, and then we have content, and we try to keep that as like a brand and more of like a channel and place that you can kind of, uh, you know, get to know those bands, much like you said, you know, with Radioactive. You've got a, somebody comes on and kind of gets a part of the family, uh, and you build like a community around that and stuff. And, you know, it's one of the things that if I were, you know, had as much time as I would like to not be, you know, it, with producing all this stuff and really uh, consuming this stuff, it'd be kind of how what I would like to see, you know, and, and hear things about the, my favorite bands or just people that I follow in the metal world. So I'd like to think that we're doing that. And so ReaperMetalProductions.com, somewhere you can check out everything that's going on since there's a handful of all that. Right on, right Dan. Yeah, over ever since you started Reaper Metal Productions, like we've done, I've spoke about many things. You know, the old heavy heavy metal relics and the Hellcast podcast as part of our Metal Fix section. Probably the stuff 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. Probably the stuff that um, our listeners would be most familiar with is a lot of the recent music that we've been playing on the label. Exactly, um, kind of what's the the whys and wherefores behind that? Well, it's yeah. Why is a good question. I was asking myself why because <laughs> um, I came from a. Well, I've been doing. Well, I started doing Reaper Metal production, or well, it was Reaper Metal Records, really when I when my band Crucified Mortals was doing our first album, we were just going to do a self-release. It wasn't even Reaper Metal production at the time, so we just released, self-financed it and released it as Dignitized Records at the time. I wasn't even going to be doing a record label. And then I just kind of got more and more involved with it, and I didn't want that name at all. Um, so then I kind of just stuck with that and, and changed the name made it Reaper Metal Records, and got to do a few things that I really want to do, like this uh, band from Poland uh, called Magnus, which is kind of an obscure gem. Um, and that was just really, that was really cool to be able to, you know, just be a fan of something, I guess, and then do the research, because that one really had it, uh, you know, to get a guy that hardly spoke English and somebody to interpret it in Polish and all that good stuff to, you know, make it happen. And when that happened, it was just, it was really cool because it kind of, it seemed like like the, well the album then uh, Magnus Scarlet Slaughter was the album the first album from 1989 um, and I don't, man I don't remember what year this was that we're I'm I'm talking about but 2000s and so when that came back out I did a CD and all of a sudden uh, Blood Harvest Records in Sweden did an LP of it and then like one of their other Magnus's other albums came out uh, so it was just it, it almost like kind of revitalized the band it seemed like uh, through that effort and put them back in touch with some people or at least you know aware people aware that they could be approached and uh, that was awesome you know I really that really planted the seed between myself uh, my, my own music and then uh, being a really fan of something to you know be able to tap into that passion and, and do a release that way but then kind of through doing a good handful of releases with that. Um, I started working at Hell's Headbangers, and it just became kind of a, a conflict of, I guess, daily interest because it was just like, you know, I hear I'm doing a, a record label essentially with Hell's Headbangers you know, work all day, and then now you got to fit this record stuff as a uh, side passion. And mm-hmm. so it had kind of been through these years, um, and I, I just started doing different things. Obviously, Hellcast would have been, the probably the next milestone in that, and that was with Hell's Headbangers being more of their sponsored podcast. Um, and then somewhere or another, uh, I think, uh, was when Heavy Metal Relics became, and that was where it was like really focused on like the YouTube aspect of things rather than you know being oriented to podcasts through Hellcast. Mm-hmm. And then so it kind of just became so with, with these things doing well, which was great. Uh, it just became very daunting to want to really umbrella everything in the same place, or that that that, that idea didn't even occur to me at the time. It was just like, how am I going to be able to manage doing YouTube videos, this podcast? There's just so much stuff, um, and so that was where you know the light bulb went off, and it's like, you know, why don't I just make it productions rather than records, and call this Reaper Metal Productions, and then throw those on, and you know, it's kind of like a TV station essentially, especially on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And then I really wanted to get Hellcast having more of a video aspect to it anyway. Uh, so it all really made sense, but then it seemed like only one could take precedent over the other. 
And so that's kind of where heavy metal relics kind of vanished a little bit. Um, and then I really started taking in on releases and stuff, and then doing the podcast. Um, so we really been wanting to get all three just rocking and doing the same thing at once and you know, kind of bouncing off of each other. Uh, but as far as we got so far is uh, Hellcast and uh, releases happening uh, pretty regularly. So I'm looking forward to that. The next step, which should be the final step, and, and having, having more relics back in the mold and uh, doing a few of the other little bells and whistles like uh, posting uh, regular VHS concerts um, on the channel as well, which was something we were doing right at the start of the Heavy Metal Relics channel when it was the name of the channel, uh, was posting those VHS tapes and stuff. Uh, just as a little added bonus, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, concert tape VHS trades, or at least I was. I was actively doing that, you know, in the earlier mm-hmm. days when that was a thing. And so I have a bunch of stuff, and then, you know, I just thought it would be really cool to utilize that, that material, the know-how to take a VHS tape and, you know, digitize it and make it look presentable and, you know, kind of beef it up a little bit, um, give it a little bit better sound if you can, um, stuff like that. So, you know, and, and make it available to the Internet. So that's been uh, something I did tap into but never really got around to finalizing and, and up until recently uh, figured, well, you know, if there's going to be at one point, uh, hopefully, uh, a daily post on the channel, then I would think that those would be mostly appropriate for the social media world to be Thursday, as that would be a throwback. So a throwback Thursday kind of thing. Um, so that's what we've been doing for the last three weeks. So hopefully keep it, hoping to keep it up because we've got a lot of cool VHS tapes, and it seems like people are enjoying that. Um, so I can only be excited about having that rolling and then everything else to go with it. So that's hopefully enough to... At least give you a taster of what I do. <laughs> that's that's more than enough. You have me excited again about 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 the idea of the VHS shows and all that because I'm an old man too. I remember all of <laughs> I remember all of this stuff, man. You know, so I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, really impressed with um on the label aspects. Some really cool new releases. I know. Um, just yes. No, a couple of days ago, as we speak, it'll be a week when this interview drops, but you just dropped the latest record from one Lady Beast, Vulture's Amulet. Oh, yeah. I was really, really, really excited about that. And like I said on before, before we played some Dick Vomit, the Terminally Chill record, and the Nunspotter <laughs> awesome. Dest- Destructor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the name Dick Vomit went really went over really well with my co-host. They got admit they they really got a chuckle out oh, of that. Because you think of like some sort of like, I, well, I'm curious. Let me ask you that. So what like okay. what do you hear that day? Don't you? What do you? What do you expect? I'm I see I think the the I see the name Dick Vomit. And I immediately think like porno grind. Right. That, that's, that's, that's exactly yeah. what I thought. And somebody sent me a care package, and they had a, they, he burned that in there. Uh, and then okay. I'm like, oh my god! I mean, you got to hear a band called Dick Vomit, right? <laughs> of course. And I'm like, wow, this is not the like shitty grind I thought it was going to no. be. Like, this is like if Ghoul like got perverted almost. Like, that's right. the best analogy I can give because there's more going on. But I think the the little surf parts that they sometimes throw in their songs was mm-hmm. very much where the Ghoul uh, part came in there. But but yeah, I, 
I always like to ask people, like, what do you, what do you think when you hear a dick vomit? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry to derail yeah. you there. Oh, no, no. This is, this is exactly, this is exactly what, all of the stuff that I want to talk about. And right. um, the, the, the seven-incher with Nunslaughter and Destructor, obviously, if um, our longtime listeners will know, like, these, these guys are um, personal friends with you as, as well. So I guess getting something like that together wasn't really very hard for you. Oh, yeah. I, I had to take a moment to go, what do you mean? Because, uh, uh, yeah, but I see what you're saying. Because, yeah, I, really, I took that, um, those four songs, or no, two, um, mm-hmm. the, the Nunslaughter and the Destructor, and posted those on uh, Bandcamp. See, now that was actually, uh, uh, Hell's Headbangers did a seven-inch of that, Ooh, 2007 oh, okay. or so. Um, yeah. And, like, before Midnight was a thing and stuff, because uh, well, the bass player and Destructor at some point was, he's asking our for Midnight. So he was on that. And um, nonetheless, just getting involved with uh, Destructor, it was more so catered toward that, just being like, hey, you know, like, we put out that Maximum Destruction uh, Skull Split in addition, where I had that bonus CD that's basically an hour long of just gems of stuff that I never even uh-huh. knew existed. Uh-huh. And uh, and so it just really put it in my head that, and this is one of the things I was trying to help Destructor out in doing, is getting like all their just getting their discography out there, you know, get it all available. And so when it came to that split, that's kind of more of a, I guess, a diehard kind of uh, recording because it's a little more raw and it's a cover song that they did. Both, both bands actually did. And both of them were raw. Um, and then it's pretty hard to find at this point because um, when Hell's Headbangers originally did it, it was really cool. You had four different covers that all, but it, but it was like a puzzle piece. So four different covers and four different color vinyls that you had to buy essentially the record four times, and uh, and then you could put the, together the pu- puzzle piece of the cover that the front of the cover was like a bullet belt that made a circle, and then it was uh, bullets formulating a pentagram where on the back was something else with backs that were kind of following suit to like a band photo on track with me. But it was really cool, you know? And so, but that's been like long since hard to find. And, you know, I, I don't, maybe Nunslaughter mics that they're doing those collections of their EPs and stuff, but I, Destructor, I mean, when are they going to, you know, revisit that tune? So, you know what I mean? Right. So you're, you're not, you're, you're kind of, it's harder to get as a fan, you know, and that was something I I played on the Nunslaughter side and I recorded it, so I was, you know, I had a little bit more of a, a sentimental value to it that it was, like, really cool that here we are, like, probably 10 years later, uh, and I'm working with Destructor, you know, putting out their record and stuff, so I just thought that there was a really cool connection, so it was, like, an effort that I couldn't pass up doing, especially when it's just something sitting there and it could be some good music for somebody to stumble across. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that, that was all that was. It was just, really just all, hey, here it is. Rip the, it's on a CDR. Just post it. <laughs> right on, right on. No, you know what? I'm looking at the full picture of, um, the, of the four covers. And it's yeah. like, oh, I never noticed that before. And I've looked at this picture a number of times recently, and it's like, oh, I can actually see it. Holy jeez. Now I feel like a knock now, but that's cover awesome. I, 
Yeah, yeah, because the cover I think I posted, I had to, like, dig for it on the Internet. I couldn't even, like, get – well, I guess I could. I just didn't feel like going in <laughs> and grabbing all my 7 inches <laughs> and then scanning them. Because, well, if you put the 7 inches together, that's, what, 14 inches by 14 inches. Like, you know, I, I have a scanner that big, but just a little bit of work there <laughs> that I didn't feel like doing. So I, I found that on the Internet. And, it, and I think it has the crop marks on it. So, like, there might be, like, mm-hmm. blue marks that show you where it cuts, um, if that's what you're looking at. But, uh, I, yeah. I am. And <laughs> yeah, and it's a little blurrier than I was hoping for. Because I, I couldn't find it. And that was, like, oh, my God, even finding that cover was, like, it just really reinforced the whole reason of ever posting that. It was just hard to even find a cover of that, you know? know. People didn't really know about it, I guess. <laughs> Right on, right on. Um, do you have, like, I don't want to say a, fo- a formula, but what are you looking for, like, when dealing with, with the label and all that? What, are, is there anything in particular that you're looking for in an artist or just whatever catches your ear? Yeah, pretty much whatever catches my ear. Because I figure, I figure a lot of, like, when it comes to the underground, that's what everybody's, you know, passion is anyway. Or, well, that that's that's the, the root of it is their passion is drives mm. what they do with their label. And, and I really like that, you know, and, that, and I, I, I never could get that out of my system for as much work as I had done you know, with hells and stuff. And, you know, when things become a business and, and this is, you know, metal is, is as well, you know, it, I'm not going to say things change, but at least when I was more so working for somebody essentially as I was with hells, it, it, things changed for me, and, and 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 I wanted to get back to putting out bands I liked, you know, like doing and calling shots as far as just this is something I'm passionate about. This is something I want to see happen. I don't want to like have to run it by a committee as it kind of is with hells. And so mm-hmm. it that that's so it's entirely just basically if I if I like it, I'm gonna find a way because. I feel if you're a label, you, it's your dude's dil- service for a, a band. If you're getting involved with them, then well, it's kind of your responsibility as a label to get it out there. So with that ideology, I figure, well, then why not it be entirely passion-based? And, you know, because some labels might take a band that's already popular and just strictly work with them because they're a guaranteed cash flow. And and mm-hmm. I don't like that. I, I don't want to get involved in something that's a guaranteed cash flow. Like I, I feel that if you have a strong enough label that you can represent, because a, a label is essentially the cool friend that knows all the good bands. That you know that depending on what point in time you're born or whatever. But I'm sure you have. I know myself. You know, you all knew that friend that's like, hey man, like check this demo out or check this band out. It's like, how the hell did you hear this shit? This stuff's awesome. You know what I mean? So. Like, that's always, to me, what a label is, is, is a, the, the friend that knows the cool stuff. So right. that, that makes you the most, that, that, that empowers the label, you know? So you should be able to take on any band, then, if you, as long as you like them. And, of course, some bands do better than another, but it's all power for the course. Like, that's, your, that's you know, your responsibility to get it out there if it doesn't do as well. I mean, maybe you didn't do as well of a job getting it out there as a label, you know? So mm-hmm. that's the way I approach it, but definitely when it comes to working with band, you got to like it. 
and that's about as <laughs> technical as it gets. That's right. That's right. That's kind of the, well. It's the same attitude here with radioactive metal. I've I've turned down interviews with big names to speak to like a lesser known band that I just dug more and all that. Right. I'm always going to live by that. You know, He's, what are you sure, going to ask? Sure. You know, if you don't care. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you could probably just come up with a bunch of questions, but it's like you're not going to put, or I'm not going to put like half half of the passion and energy and everything into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. 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 And it's going to suffer all the while if you took it for what it was worth. You know, say it's just this big name that you can that essentially is clickbait without the sleazy car salesman aspect to it and it's just you know it's an interview and it's a big name so it's gonna help you out but if you're if you're not you know passionately involved in that interview the the audience is going to hear it and know and it's not going to do the favors that you start out to do anyway you know and and, and people at least in in my realm and i'm I'm sure you have the same when you got enough followers and stuff like it essentially if you're doing really this is content we're talking about if you're running content and you're the host of it the content's about you so when you have an interview and it might be someone Lars Ulrich or something ginormous name it's still about you and so if that inter- and you don't care about Lars and you have him on your show well it's gonna suck and it's gonna be and you're the one that's gonna be suffering for it. it's about you and you're gonna be the one that stuck that interview in Lars it's like so, you know. What I mean, so there's no point to so the advocate who's always good, and I think people appreciate that, especially if you're, you know, more of an underground fan. They don't want to hear the same tastes and flavors that are just, you know, the popular thing that was bought out by media to be pushed and crammed down everybody's throat. Mm-hmm. My thoughts on it, anyway. I don't know if I'm right, but it seems to be working. <laughs> Uh, very, very rare. Out of I've listened to every episode of Hellcast that you put on, and there's not too many times I've said oh, I don't agree with Reaper. <laughs> oh, we, we, cool. we're, we're we're pretty much bang on with 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 a lot of a lot of what you say. Yeah, with well, everything that's yeah yeah with everything that's going on, like right now, this is so. Oh, we've already spoken about this a number of times already on the show but with everything that's going on and you know like with the with the covid and all that how um does this affect what reaper metal does in any way shape or form or is it just like because it's online it's just kind of business as usual with you well it is starting to present the possibility um, okay. Yeah, because online's a key word, but physical is still a very big part of running any business of online sorts. Um, you know, and and in this case, if you sell a, an LP, you sell a CE, getting it to the post office is the physical aspect. So that is where the concerns are, and then there's another one too. But first on this one, so. Up until now, China was really the only one that wasn't accepting imports from the United States, where now that list seems to be growing. And the last time I looked at it, it was about 30 countries. Now, granted, the list wasn't too scary because it was 30 countries that are like, duh. (laughs) And it wasn't Uh like, you know, France or something that's, 
is more like third world stuff. Sorry to those countries, but the, 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 the sake of the matter. So mm-hmm. now, though, it seems to be getting more serious uh, that it's more legitimate countries that are ones that are you're actually shipping to. Um, and so, so far, nothing that I have to ship anything to has come up yet, but uh, keeping the eye on it and keeping the word uh, because I wouldn't know how to exactly confide in any information you'd be getting because you got to think of it this way. When you are shipping something, you get an order, obviously, and then you got to get it out onto the road. Well, getting it out to the post office could first mean, sure, you ship it and you drop it off and they've got it. With the second were then, if that's Friday and it's driving its way to wherever to be sorted to be sent to Germany, let's just say. Well, if you sent that on Friday and they're driving in it up until Saturday and all of a sudden they say, hey, we're shut down, well, what does that mean? You know what I mean? What, are, they're not going to stop the truck from going to Germany and then making sure that Reaper Metal gets their packages back. No. Shit just hit the fan. Like, I don't know what's happening to them. Hopefully they're all getting returned. But if they're not getting returned, what's happening? In a shitty, in a, a, the shittiest thought I have is the worst-case scenario, and that's they don't return the packages. So then you as the business that needs to at least get your product back doesn't get it back, and then all those customers you've got to appease by refunding them all. When you just got right. screwed, you basically just gave out all that product for the post office to burn. And that stuff mm-hmm. happens. I mean, that happens normally, just even with a return pack, because there's just, you know, boring instances inside what goes into imports and exports, as international mail would be, and if one got returned, where now when you throw a virus into the equation, oh, my God, I can't imagine. And, 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 and then one, where, like, the virus essentially strips the world of the business world of its the customer's always right model because the customer's not always going to be right. And basically whatever bullshit somebody's going to want to feed you to save their own ass is going to be fine and unpunishable. Nobody's going to hold you to it because you're going to have to do what you got to do or you're not going to know. And, and, like, and you think the post office isn't going to do that to the small guy? So I'd like to think that that's just me overthinking it, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it, might, it hasn't you, gotten that far yet, but it's yeah, possible. Yeah. Hopefully, so, you know, it doesn't. Yes, exactly. So so far, nothing has hit home. So yeah, if they're telling us to stay inside, I'm a hermit anyway. I don't care as long as <laughs> as long as they keep the post office open and the local brewery selling their beer, I'm fine. <laughs> or the park. Okay. I can get out. There and we, can, we can all go hiking. I can take the family out and stuff. So it, that's fine. So I just need three things, and <laughs> two of them begin with P. <laughs> go. Should be go. easy. Yeah, I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of curious as to how you, you and your brood were holding up throughout all this. Like, you haven't gone crazy. You haven't gone, you know, like yeah, you're kind of a hermit, but you're also a part of the scene. You go to your share of shows and and all that. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, how is everything going on in the Reaper in the Reaper household? Oh, I would say as well as any. Um, you know, n- nothing. I-, I probably was just a crazy, annoying dad, <laughs> uh, spouse, 
before any of this, so uh, I don't I don't think it changed much there. <laughs> um, other 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 than you got to be around me even more, but I don't know. I I think it's been fine. Um, we can all get outside, so you know, and and we, and we move, so we're all still stoked. Um, oh, okay. to now be yeah. you know still nestling in, because really it's that staycation that everybody bitches about never getting. <laughs> and mm-hmm. now getting just kind of with some of the stipulations you didn't probably want when you were bitching about not getting that staycation. I'm sure right. a lot of people probably <laughs> thought of their staycation having maybe a few, you know, bar trips in them or, or, or some sort of outings. Right. Um, so when you strip it of that, that, that might change it. But for me, I don't really care. I, I can stay home and do my things. So, yeah. As long as, you don't, okay. as long as you don't take away my ability to get outside the house, because then I will go crazy. <laughs> Probably. Course, I don't know. It's all, that's the thing, though, man, is that this is like a time that's really making people shine however they're going to shine. You can't, you know, the, the fathomable isn't always going to be what you think. So it's interesting. <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of making a lot of the same jokes myself about now now like mrs snowy has to put up with me pretty much you know around the clock my hours <laughs> right. my, my hours at work aren't, aren't aren't as much and there's there's like i'm kind of a social butterfly up here in winnipeg in the scene i'm always going to a couple shows a week or whatever but i'm i'm around and so i'm kind of saying like i'm kind of afraid for my safety now because <laughs> because she's 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 gonna kill me. <laughs> she's gonna kill me too. <laughs> and outside of working on the show and whatever I can find online or whatever, my only entertainment is going to the liquor store down the street and buying a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> and, you know, it's, yeah, pretty it's, much. It's, it's it's not that we're raging alcoholics or anything. It's just like that's all we have access to. Nothing else is open. <laughs> well, right, and, which and, is kind of weird. Well, that totally kind of plays into when you know. So when you're asking me like, you know, stuff about reefer metal and stuff too. So I had really took the last few months to try to transition into doing reefer metal full time, and I just transitioned basically the day for in Ohio where I'm at before they started shutting things down. And it was like, so, and, and by transitioning, I mean, I'm doing reefer metal, I'm basically doing it uh, at home. And right. so when they shut everything down, I was like, you know, having that, like, work at home, you know, that homebody stuff that I think most of us, you that go out and go to jobs and stuff and don't want to work for the man or, or, or under somebody else, you know, dream about doing it. Man, there's something to be said about, I don't know, getting in the car and going somewhere every day. It, it has its value. You know, I, I never would think that getting out of the house had so much importance. Um, so that's kind of where I think the alcohol comes in because it's like when you're there just day after day, like they just blend together. You don't even know. You know what I mean? Like you got to do something that like at least says, hey, this is evening. I can have a shot. That's <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because it's Friday night, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I, is it Friday? I, is it Tuesday? I like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I gotta do something. Because you know, the universe ain't gonna do it for you. There's nothing that says, "Hey, it's Friday, let's celebrate." You gotta bring that on yourself. That's uh, right. So yeah, if that's your, if that's the way it's gonna happen, then it's what you got to do. Because whoa, it's gonna get a little boring. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, doing stuff like this, I've, I've already done some kick-ass phoners and just putting the show together. This took me all that time, and it just it's 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 so far so good. It's so it's yeah, so far so good. Um, yeah, as, as long as it doesn't sorry? get crazy, you know. As long right. as it doesn't get uh, out of hand and be like something that goes throughout the summer, I think everybody will be fine, you know. You right. Kind of put against your wits. Mm-hmm. It'll get. It'll get kind of concerning at worst if it's the time frame they say it'll be. Otherwise, that's when it'll get really concerning. And then don't oh, even yeah. get me started on that whole, you know, stimulus check and, the, you know, the layers of, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm looking uh, like middle class and all that kind of stuff because that's where it could really get concerning if you dissected how those, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, statistics could be. No, for sure. Oh, that was you? No, I just... Oh. <laughs> it was a moment I didn't have anything more to say. Oh, okay. okay. It was a rare moment. Trust me. <laughs> there, we go. There, there we go. There we go. And like our veteran listeners will like a lot, of, like I said, you know, we've been playing a lot of the music and all that, but probably the very first music that a lot of our listeners from, like they would be familiar with that, you know, right from the start, would be your band Crucified Mortals. And Hopefully. I think it's, it's been three, four years now since uh, Songs, <laughs> Songs of the Dead Choir. Um, how how are we doing with that? Are we going to see any new material from Crucified, or is this is this in your rearview mirror? Or like, what's, what can we expect? No, not that. Totally new music. Uh, everything... All of the delay and this time period has all been because when that last record came out, I just was sick of the mold of an underground band putting out a record, and then it's the crickets that it always is when a band puts out a record, you know. And when you're doing these things, you know, you're faced with questions of like, when's your release date? And then if it's a little bit more, you know, oiled in the professional realm, like, then you got to really, like, abide by that release date. And then just so many things, when it, when, when it is more strict like that, abiding by these things, and then, then nothing happens when that day essentially comes, a lot of why, at least, was in my head of, like, what difference does it make, you know? And, and so I started reverse engineering, well, if there's nothing happening on this date, like what did I do wrong that could have, or, or what it, what could I have done that could have made this the Friday night that Snowy was boozing up on? Like where, where was the where was the liquor store trip to make this a fun album release day? You know when that day comes. Otherwise, it's just a, a bland Friday. Like I said, the universe ain't gonna do it for you. And right. so that's where Reaper Metal. Uh, came in. That was the answer to a lot of that. That was the answer to Umbrella and all. And 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 my music would be no uh, would definitely be in to, in there as well. Like you know, next Crucify Mortals release, I will be doing. Um, and so through all that, it's just taken a lot of time to figure out that mold. Um, and don't I never want to you know just crank something out for the sake of cranking it out if I'm not vested entirely. And, and doing something that I feel is awesome, I don't want to do it at all. 
And uh, so Crucify Immortals just needs more focus um, for me. And, and so I had to just kind of give it a little bit of a break while I was figuring out this root metal mold, but that break being all that much more necessary because that way when that awesome release, at least in my head as it would be, is happening, then I'll have the power to actually let it reach an audience, let it be that special day I described. And so now that I've pretty much gotten there, I was able to make it happen for other bands that I've now that, you know, having a label, I've obviously worked with or uh, done a few albums then and, and had to hit that re- album re- release date and make it something special and, and something that, you know, everybody felt like they did something more than just, hey, our album comes out that day, you know? And so mm-hmm. it kind of proved it to myself. It, it, it established the mold, and then now ultimately it has what I will need when uh, Crucified Mortal stuff is ready. And so now that that mold is established, uh, my mind's far more free to grab the guitar and, and start picking up on those ideas because there's pretty much a whole album written. The damn thing's pretty old, and <laughs> so it needs to be finished. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, there's no, there's definitely plenty. And that's exactly the objective is that now that we're through that hump and everybody keeps saying curbs and so let's talk about a better curb, <laughs> metal music curb. <laughs> so once I got through my curb, uh, I, I'm a little more grounded in being able to, uh, do something, you know, cause there's nothing, at least for me, when you put your heart and soul writing music and something. And, you know, and then you hand it over to somebody else to, uh, you know, uh, do press and, and whatever you want to call it. It's it's kind of, you know, nerve-wracking when it's like nothing, you know. So, um, and, and, and not only nothing, but like bad moves. Like, like I would get a list of where, like who would, re- who would review the album. And when I saw Mexican Playboy the one time, I'm like, this is, this is the shit I'm talking about. Who the fuck is reading this and going like, yeah, that, oh, my God, that Crucify Mortal album sounds awesome. We're going to go and go jam it. Nobody. Like, you probably got your dick in one hand, and that's it. Like, so at least, at least on that, you know what I mean? So it's like, and then I never even heard of the damn thing. <laughs> and what is it in, Spanish? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, like, and then placed underneath a crotch? Like, I... I I just can't imagine that's really doing any favors. And this is considered like a press pack. Like, no, this, this is nothing. You know what I mean? Like if, mm-hmm. if I got on camera and, and told people or, or played a song or, or, or whatever that we have available to ourselves in 2020 with all the technology, it would have been far better than wasting time and making sure Pablo or whoever at Mexican Playboy had the download link for the album to review it. Like, no, it's a waste of time. And, and, that, and that scenario is, it, it can be multiplied so much. And I just don't think the world of uh, getting press and airplay is, is the one that, it, it just doesn't exist anymore through technology, you know. And that, and that was what everybody, I think, is still kind of trying to wrap their heads around. So let them wrap it around there, uh, but I'm going a different direction. <laughs> So that's where I'm at with that. Right on, right on. Fair enough, fair enough. And finally, we'll wrap this up. Thank you so much for your time. It's always cool hanging out with you. Is there anything just you would want to uh, kind of wrap up this with? Maybe just say hi to someone. 
Oh, well, then I will say hello to Deb from Lady Beast and hello to Ash from uh, Faith Extractor, hopefully, as they will be joining the radioactive metal family soon, I would imagine, uh, replying to those interview invites you had, because, uh, you know, like I said, being passionate about bands, those are two that I'm very passionate about. I think they're you know, just very, uh, they're go-getters and, and really passionate musicians um, that are doing a great job, and they're both on totally opposite uh, spectrums of the, at least the uh, subgenre coin, where Lady Beast is more heavy metal, where Faith Extractor is total death metal. And I guess that kind of speaks a lot about my tastes with Reaper Metal and stuff, and, you know, to really kind of broaden that horizon that's, you know, when I do releases and stuff, they can be anywhere from a, uh, who knows what it is, Dick Vomit, to a pretty precise Lady Beast, to then a inevitable death metal as Faith Extractor would be. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm looking forward to at least them being able to, you know, come on here and, and share their minds and, and hopefully turn on some listeners to their music because uh, those are some pretty solid bands right there.
If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's the Stallion. And when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Avenger! 
I just like playing this band because Dick Vomit, you know, just rules. I mean, who doesn't love Dick <laughs> yeah, Vomit? Yeah. <laughs> like Dick Vomit. That is that is none other than Dick Vomit from that terminally terminally chill record with the intoxicated avenger <laughs> you got to love that when i'm going over when i'm going over the list of of songs for this for this record like what do i want to play and i'm looking at some of these song titles and i'm like now we played that one oh no that one definitely has to be a valentine's day massacre song no same with that one Oh, this one too. Yeah. No, no. Oh my God. What am I going to play? And then I saw it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The intoxicated Avenger, <laughs> which, which, you know what? I, I hate to say it. That's, that's kind of been me more than once the past month through all of this. I support this. Yeah. I support well, this. It's, it's not that we're turning into a bunch of alcoholics or anything. It's just, that's all. That's all we got to do. That's a lot of people are saying that half of half of the people are going to come out of this as raging alcoholics. The other half are going to come out as master chefs. And I say, why do we have to choose? Why yes. can't we do oh. both? Yeah. So I feel like I could be a raging alcoholic chef. There we oh. go. Like, I mean, especially. <laughs> like, no, go ahead. I would eat your food. I would cook you some like serious would... food. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. Like, let me tell you, like, I, I love cooking, and, um, like, I have a big green egg out back, which I need to, like, do some maintenance on and get, get, get fired up here for the season. But um, I could see me doing some serious drunken things with the big green egg, you know, because there's nothing like an open flame and lots of alcohol to, you know, mm-hmm. scream safety during quarantine. <laughs> Barbecue season coming exactly. up. The snow is disappearing. The snow is disappearing, and it's finally starting to get a little better up here and all that. So, hey. You know, I wish clean. some sort of fun musical festival actually happened near my house because you guys could, like, totally hang out here and I, like, cook, and we could just, like, I make some killer stuffed jalapeno bacon wrapped peppers on the, on the grill. I don't know, dude. I think Mrs. Aaron would be so sick of Sky and I in about three days. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She would have enough of us. Dude, like, she's sick of me most days, but you know. Like, you know uh oh. She, she'd be a polite host. It'd be okay. Hey. That's cool. That's so, cool. I've been meaning to share this because I find this is hysterical, but do you guys remember the war buttons? Like, like, and, and, and it's not like we all, we live through it, but like, you know, if you've ever seen like the World War II stuff where they did like the war buttons and the different propaganda stuff, you know, for the, I think the best example is like, um, Britain with the keep calm and carry on. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So this, um, this, this jewelry company in Hollywood called Good Art Hollywood, and they do some beautiful work. Right. And, um, they, they made two buttons and here's the cool thing. So they're, I want to say they're like silver. But they retail for $125 a pin, and they will donate 50% of the proceeds to a person or business in need during this COVID-19 crisis, right? And um, so their one button says, let's go USA, keep them clean, and it has a graphic of somebody washing their hands. Oh, remind me, I need to talk about that. That's part of my metal fix on it. I forget that. But then Mm -hmm. here's the button that's appropriate for this show. And um, most of my friends don't find this funny, but 
I feel like I have the right audience right now. Um, the button says six feet apart or six feet under. Take your pick. I just think that's, that's great. awesome. I just crack up every time I look at that one. I just think it's so funny. But anyway, sorry. On with the indie spotlight, and then we'll talk about my metal fix on the way out because I forgot about the, the uh, hand washing okay. thing. All right, yeah, yeah. And before the dick vomit, there we had the. Um, okay, remember last week, Aaron, we played that cool Nunslaughter Destructor split. We played the Nunslaughter track. That was side B, the Destructor track with Watcher of the Night, which is, of course, an old Torch song as well. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff that is available now from Reaper Metal Productions. Go on to uh, Bandcamp, you know, just, just find Re Reaper Metal Productions. They got so many wicked new albums and so many wicked bands that we're going to try to get more and more active within this show and like you had just said we um have one hell of an indie spotlight that we had to unfortunately carry over from last week but trust me it is definitely going to be worth the wait We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. I want to take the opportunity to introduce to everyone Calgary's Black Pestilence. As we mentioned, um, we wanted to get to them last week. Unfortunately, we went into extra innings. We didn't have the time. But I really want to get to it this time because, honestly, this band should be signed. I got through one track from the Hail Their Flesh indie release. And I wanted to get on the horn with Hell's Headbangers and go, um, Guys, guys, right here, this band, right here, check these fuckers out. So, hopefully... You know, the guys at HH and uh, Reaper Metal Productions. Hey, Reaper, you're going to want to check Black Pestilence out. In tonight's indie spotlight, this is Spur All Gods. Yeah. 
Blackpestilence.bandcamp.com and of course Facebook.com slash Black Pestilence Band. Run, don't walk. Go and check this band out. That is some killer stuff. Definitely highly recommend. You know, it's just it just it it just makes me think, you know, when a really cool band like this comes across my desk and you're all I'm already thinking this band would have, you know, indie band Rami potential. Okay. And then I think, oh my God, imagine if like we had to do the Rammies like tomorrow with everything that's going on, we'd be fucked. Yeah. It's <laughs> been know? a uh, pretty, pretty it, sparse year so far. It, it, it has not been good. It's not been good, but I like to think, that radioactive metal is doing our part for getting the metal out there and introducing kick-ass bands like Black Pestilence and just all of these bands that we've uh, that we've played today. You know, good on us, good on us. Horns up to us for a change. They were so used to giving the horns to everyone else. I think I think we uh, we kind of deserve a little bit of it. So once again, BlackPestilence.BandCamp.com. Go and Check out all of that metal goodness. Well, folks, <laughs> yes, Sky, Sky is at work. You May I uh, take your order, please? Would that be a double pepperoni for the the White Household? On um, darn, I was trying at ninety one hours straight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we're all. It's, I'm just. I'm just glad, you know, to hear Sky's voice finally, and like we're all in one piece, you know, and we're all surviving and happy. Is there anything we want to mention? Anything we want to go out on yes, before we do make our way out of here? Yes, yes. So, um, I discovered a website called WashYourLyrics.com. And it basically lets you make up your own hand-washing chart that walks you through how to wash your hands and then gives you the song lyrics to let you know where you should be. 
And, you know, like the Alphabet song, Happy Birthday, these are famous songs they did. But Wash Your Lyrics lets you take your own song of your choice and put, you know, put put those lyrics to a poster. So me, being the smartass that I am, and I posted this on the Radioactive Metal site already, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash radmetal, I thought it would be hysterical if we put in the Anthrax song, Among the Living. Because what are the first words? Disease. Disease. Spreading the disease. Uh And uh, I think this is the funniest thing in the world. Other people, not so much. I realize a lot of people just don't have a sense of humor. (laughs) Hey, sometimes you just got to laugh. Well, that's the thing. It's like that's I don't want anybody idea. to die, and I'm, I'm staying in like the the same people that are offended are the same people throwing coronavirus parties. You know, yeah, that's what uh-huh. I can't wrap my head around. It's like you can sit here and be like, oh, I can't believe you do that. I'm gonna have 50 people over to, um, you know, that are like an inch from me to 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 help me get through this. Like, really? I, apparently you're missing the point of all this. So yeah. I challenge you, dear listeners, go to washyourlyrics.com, make up whatever song. I was thinking Raining Blood would be another good one. Um, <laughs> but, uh-huh. you know, make up your own hand-washing poster, post it on our site, heck, print it out, post it at work. Because here's the best part. Here, Here's the game. How long before somebody realizes what's on the hand-washing poster? I mean, you know, do some hip hop lyrics. Make it, make, make it, you know, even like like somebody do the the Humpty dance, you know, like like have a good time with this. Like I think there's a two, lot of two things live. we do. Oh, two live crew, yes, yes. Do some two live. Oh my goodness. Oh, snowy. Yes, yes. That's some good stuff. Yeah, yeah but that, that's ice, all. Ice, ice the girl tried to kill me, man. That's. Oh. That's an amazing song. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah. Or um, uh, 99 Problems. That'd be another good one. Oh, that's right. That'd that's be hysterical. Right. I, can actually, I can actually relate to that song. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, Rad Metal. No shit. Facebook.com slash Rad Metal. Rad. Fuck. Radioactivemetal.org. <laughs> um, at Rad Metal 666 for Instagram and Twitter. Thursday nights, here is first, PureRockRadio.net, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Check us out there. Please support True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Um, also, and Sky, this is, you know, th- this might be pushing it, but is it possible to get a pizza from Bulldog Pizza delivered to the U.S. via a combination of moose mail and carrier pigeon? <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, like, because I could go like for a, a pizza. Like, on a personal level, like, I'll do it personally. There you see, go. That'd, be, that'd be all right. Because <laughs> you know, we can get a rotten, bulky pizza in the mail. <laughs> Don't blame it on the restaurant. Blame it on me. I mean, I totally understand. <laughs> but so, like, like on a serious note, um, dear listeners, like, so not only please, you know, listen to the show, share it, share it with your friends, share it, you know, if there's somebody you really want to tick off, share it with them, because we can probably do the job pretty good. Um <laughs> But like support your local businesses during all this because there are local businesses that are that are struggling. So uh, you know there are places you can't go to eat. Um, and I, I think I said this last week too, but I talked to I have a friend who works for the National Health Institute in DC, and they're still t- getting takeout. And I'm like, okay, talk to me. And they're like, okay, so if you get takeout, you know, 
it hasn't been transmitted through food. It's not transmitted through food. It's a respiratory disease. So wash down the containers. You know, like if you have leftovers, don't store it in the containers that came in. Throw those out. Put it in your own containers. Don't get plastic silverware from the restaurants. But please, you know, if you're in Winnipeg, call Build Up Bulldog Pizza. Get a pizza in. You know, support mm. your favorite local restaurant. I've, I've really been trying to support, like, the local businesses in my area. Um, dude, you're not going to believe this one. Um, there's a the the bar that I normally do work for this show in, Homegrown Brew House here. Um, they sent out an email, and they're like, talk about strange times. Um, we can't have anybody in the bar, but the governor's told us we're allowed to deliver beer to your house. Nice, yes. So, they're doing beer yes. deliveries. You can get a growler. And I've never bought a growler in my life because, like, I think I've talked about, like, I enjoy a beer, but I really don't want to enjoy, like, a case of beer. Like, so I get, like, <laughs> six back here and there. But I, I may actually get a 32-ounce growler of um, Sun Gazer because that's a really good IPA that's local here and help out my local businesses because I want to see them survive. So, you know, mm-hmm. tune in Friday for the live stream. Uh, where's that live stream happening again? Where can we find that? Do we just go to the Radioactive Metal Facebook page now, man? Yeah, yeah. I'll put up some sort of link on it okay. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. get everyone... Uh, let let's get everyone checking this out and all that. Just 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 like that's what I'm gonna be doing. Like we we I've done this before, as I've mentioned on my metal fixes and all that. Um, like I've done this before, and everyone in the scene, we all get together and we hang out in the comment section and all that. And it's like we can't be there together, but we're definitely there in spirit. In the meantime. And in between time, that's it. Well, before we do that, what are we going to go out on? How about something from the aforementioned Perdition Temple record from that Sacraments of Dissension? Let's go with Crips of a Massacre. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This was it. It was a productive episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. What do we lose you? Sky, that's you. That's you. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, just say this is Sky. Go ahead, no one will notice. This is Sky. (laughs) And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, when we do this again next weekend, it will be a reproductive episode of Radioactive Metal. (laughs) Signing off.